Hey, welcome to the Nonsense 30th Show Special, Winning the Gas Game, How to Save Up to $10 or More Per Philip and Get Better Fuel. Buckle up, here we go. You know what's total nonsense? How the gasoline prices keep rising and rising, and how us drivers are expected to just take it up the old tailpipe. <coughs> if only there was something we could do to fight back and save money while also getting better fuel. Hmm. Well, I'm happy to report that there is something you can do right now. And I'm here to educate you on how you can save up to $10 or more of fill-up while getting better fuel that is also cleaner for your engine and perhaps the environment too. Sound good? Before we dive in, here's a little legal duty to cover my tailpipe. To keep you amused And me from getting sued For the sake of brevity Consider all statements in this show as starting with Allegedly Thank you very much. Okay then, as you may or may not know, up to 10% of most gasolines sold for cars today is ethanol. The reason for this is that the octane level of gas alone is too low and would cause a pinging noise in your engine if there wasn't an additive put into the gasoline to raise that octane. And trust me, when it comes to car engines, nobody likes a ping. So, way back in 19 dickety do, opportunistic geniuses came up with the brilliant idea of adding a patented, money-making version of lead to gasoline to deal with the octane issue. Yes, you heard right. Lead. The poison. The known neurotoxin that causes irreparable brain damage to children. Thankfully... After only 75 short years later, our government and the Environmental Protection Agency, or EPA, jumped right in there and banned the use of lead gasoline because of all the harm it was found to be causing to engine parts. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? Come on, government and EPA. I know y'all can do better than that. Fast forward to today, and ethanol 
is now being added in part to raise gasoline octane levels thanks in part to the EPA. Yeah. Good job, EPA. I knew you had it in you. How safe is ethanol, you might ask? Why, just as safe as your happy hour martini, Cosmo, or wine spritzer. Ethanol is the type of alcohol we humans love to consume. It would be so nice for us, the environment, the planet, if ethanol was the only additive in gasoline. But, alas, for us, it's not. Because some cars require even higher octane, and because some people just love putting higher octane than is needed into their cars, proven to do nothing, and because gasoline alone is not clean burning, and frankly, because gas companies are in the business of making money and don't seem to give a flying fake Newman about us, because of all these things, gas companies charge us even more for the benefit of putting even more poisons into our gas tanks, as if gasoline by itself isn't bad enough. Example, BTEX is a hydrocarbon mixture of benzene, toluene, exylene, and ethylbenzene. BTEX is already in gasoline to a lesser degree, but then they also add extras to boost octane levels. Is exposure to BTEX bad for us, you might ask? Why, a quick search on PubMed answered that one in a hot second. Increases in exposure to BTEX can be linked to increased incidence of lung cancer, central nervous system issues, sperm abnormalities, reduced fetal growth, cardiovascular disease, respiratory dysfunction, and asthma, just to name a few I quickly saw. Now, now, to be fair, when ingested, ethanol's a poison too. But in moderation, it's harmless in comparison to just trace amounts of other petroleum-related chemical compositions. For show. And yes, both gasoline and ethanol do emit carbon dioxide when combusted. And we don't want to monocrop the hell out of ethanol either. But considering all the unnecessary wars, oil spills, and other nonsense surrounding oil, it seems to me like ethanol just may be the lesser of the two evils here. That we don't just use ethanol as an additive seems crazy. Well, it gets a bit crazier too when you realize that BTEX isn't the only unholy mix that they are adding to gasoline. Because BTEX only raises octane and gas by itself causes engine gunk, top tier gasolines also have the distinction of adding various detergents to help keep gasoline from gunking up your engines. And nobody wants gunk and a ping. (coughs) What are these detergents? The formulations vary from gas company to gas company and frankly I did not have the time to investigate them. Though I can only imagine what I'd find. However, you know what is an excellent detergent? 
that also seems safer for people in the environment and raises octane levels too? Cheers and raise your drinks if you guessed ethanol. It is a gift. With all this, it begs the question, why aren't we just using more ethanol and less gasoline and less toxic and potentially toxic additives? The answer? We the people, collectively, haven't tackled the issue yet. And before this, you may not have known any better or felt like you personally could do anything about it. So please, allow me to inform you about this, and of course, on how to save them dollar dollar bills. Currently, in many areas, gas stations are offering higher ethanol blends. I've noticed them for years, but I stayed away because they were unfamiliar and I didn't really know anything about them. And I thought they was only for people with them special cars, like them hybrids. Also, when I did start becoming curious about them, in doing quick Google searches, I'd come across so much misinformation, including actual fake news on how ethanol would supposedly either ruin my car or my gas mileage and probably my life too. Even the Automobile Association of America, or AAA, jumped in the mix there for a few years, all scrappy and really vocal against higher ethanol blends. Now, I'm sure they were just being extra safe and protective because maybe they didn't quite trust the EPA yet either, despite all the studies. Who knows? But what's totally odd is if you go on the AAA site now, there is zero mention of ethanol. Ethanol has surely proven itself since then, so I'm super curious if the AAA at least printed a my bad. Who knows? Maybe after NASCAR had made the 15% ethanol blend their official race fuel and had a whopping 10 million test miles, proving it was legit and here to stay, maybe then the AAA even said a positive blurb about it. I'm sure they did, or will address ethanol again. I'm sure they didn't just ghost ethanol and pretend like it never existed. I mean, after all, everyone knows the AAA exists to support drivers, right? Like, I'm legit feeling the following article that I came across when searching their site. U.S. drivers waste 2.1 billion annually on premium gasoline. AAA testing shows no benefit to splurging on premium fuel when not required by the manufacturer. <laughs> Go AAA, yeah! And sorry, not sorry, to those of you who tricks yourselves about needing ridiculous octane levels at literally premium prices. You know who you are. Ah, but take it easy on yourself. It's probably not your fault. Marketing really is a thing that gets all of us differently. It's okay. You know the truth now. Forgive yourself and move on. And I know from my own personal experience, there are actual better alternatives out there. Ethanol is one of them. 
And it's not all as bad as is rumored. Now that I am educated, and I do indeed use these ethanol-enriched fuels in my own personal automobile, I've found firsthand that the claims about ethanol ruining your car and your gas mileage to be complete and utter BS. In fact, I've been successfully using up to and over 20% ethanol blends in my 2010 non-hybrid, non-flex fuel car with zero ill effects or diminished gas mileage. And I didn't choose the 20% ethanol blend out of the blue because of my mania. It was based on actual, no joke, scientific research. When the EPA did all its research that led to the approval of 15% ethanol in vehicles made 2001 and newer, it was also found that using 20% ethanol was just fine too. Again, nice recovery from the lead debacle EPA. Kudos! Where I live in Pennsylvania, common gas types at the station, unleaded 87, 89, 91, 93, have black pump handles, and good old diesel has green pump handles. Gas with 15% ethanol has blue handles, and it's also known as E15 on leaded 88 because of the 88 octane rating. Flex fuel, which is anywhere from 51 to 83% ethanol, and around 110 octane has yellow handles. If you haven't noticed the color-coded pump handles before, you will now, if these fuels are carried in your area. Please note, these color codings may differ from region to region, so just be sure to double check exactly what you're putting into your car before you pump. Alright, enough info for now. Are you ready to play and win the gas game? Let's play! Now, E15 or unleaded 88 gas or the blue one runs 10 to 20 cents cheaper a gallon than regular 87 octane gas. Or if you're using premium gas in the 91 to 93 octane range, the blue one can be up to 70 cents cheaper a gallon or more. Right there. Just by switching to the E15 unleaded 88 blue gas, you can start saving money without even playing the advanced level of the gas game. Quick footnote here. If you're leasing your car or it's still under warranty, just be sure to inquire about any related fine print, studies, NASCAR, some car manufacturers, and yours truly believe the blue gas is absolutely fine. But you don't want to void your warranty just because your car manufacturer may not agree. On the other hand, if you own your 2001 Anua car, or the warranty is expired anyway, just go for it. Because for most of us, the blue gas will do the trick. And for those of you who are thinking, yeah, I already get a gas discount through my grocery store, and I can save even more money than that. I'd say, just check in about the quality of the gas you're putting in your car. Gas without detergents will gunk up your engine and cause issues in the long run, and gas with detergents and octane-boosting additives will more quickly gunk up humans and the environment.
For those of you who think you need higher octane because your car manufacturer recommends it or whatever, please allow me to share my personal experience as a test example. My car manual and gas cap says I'm supposed to be using 91 octane because I sometimes like to be a little cheap and I never like being told what to do. I ran my car for a season or about 10,000 miles on regular 87 gas with virtually no loss in power or any other issues. In fact, I even got better gas mileage over using traditional premium gas. Then when I first started trying out the blue 88 gasoline, my car ran so much better than the 87, was more responsive, still no loss in gas mileage, I seriously considered creating a bumper sticker to spread the good word. It was going to be in the E15 88 octane blue and say, runs great on 88. You're my boy, Blue! Something to consider here for those of you who like to be extra safe. If you've been using crappy, gunky, non-detergent, non-top tier gas up to this point, I highly suggest you transition over to the higher ethanol blends at a rate that feels comfortable for you. It'll give you a chance to start trusting the higher ethanol blends and give the ethanol a chance to start cleaning any gunk away. If, however, like me, you've used top-tier gasoline all along, switching right over to the higher ethanol blends shouldn't be a problem, as it wasn't for me. Now, for those of you who feel that the Blue 88 Octane isn't going to cut it, because you either don't want to give up your 91 Plus Octane, or you feel like you shouldn't, I have actually even better news. You can get a higher octane ethanol fuel mix, and it'll cost you even less money than the blue gas alone, and way, way less than the premium gas you are currently using. Here's where we come to the more advanced level of the gas game. Don't worry, this advanced level isn't really that hard. The concept is actually easy, and I'll do all the math for you. Ready to play? As I said before, Flex Fuel, the yellow one, has about 110 octane rating. Flex Fuel also runs about 50 cents, a gallon cheaper than regular 87 gas, and over a dollar cheaper than premium gas. So what I've been doing now is a mix of yellow Flex Fuel gas and blue E15 unleaded 88 gas, saving me even more money while getting a higher octane fuel that's cleaner burning, etc, etc. The ratio I like to use is to first put in one part yellow flex fuel, and then immediately, same fill up, follow it with eight parts of the blue E15 unleaded 88. This gives me a gas mix that averages about 20.8% ethanol and is about 90.4 octane. And more importantly for some of you, as of my last fill up, I saved nearly $12 on the fill up over what I would have paid for the so-called premium extra poison gas I'm supposed to be putting in my car. For those of you who like all the details, here's how my last fill up went down. First, I put about 1.5 gallons of the yellow flex fuel in for $3.83. 
Then I put in about 12 gallons of the blue unleaded 88 fuel for $36.09 for a total of $39.92. Had I put the same amount of standard black handled premium fuel in, it would have been a whopping $51.53. That's some nice solid savings. Break down that 8 to 1 ratio again for y'all with various gas tank sizes and needs. That's one gallon of yellow for every eight of the blue or nine total. 1.5 gallons of the yellow for every 12 of the blue or 13.5 total. Or two gallons of the yellow for every 16 of the blue or 18 gallons total. Simply choose the formulation based on the amount you usually fill up with and start saving your money and the planet today. And win that gas game. 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 For those of you still worried about the higher ethanol ratios, it makes you a little nervous, and you picked up on, hey, the study said 20% ethanol was okay, and you just said your yellow-blue mix averages about 20.8%. That's higher than 20%, and sounds like it sometimes could even be higher. What gives, man? To you, I say, nice catch, man. But consider, as I have, a quote from one of the real news, truthful, and study-backed articles I found on the web. Mark J. Rauch, executive vice president and co-publisher of the Auto Channel, wrote an excellent piece on explaining unleaded 88 gasoline. In it, he talks about how for years, decades even, Brazil, using the same engines and fuel systems as in the U.S., has used E15, E25, and now E27 blends. That's 27% ethanol without any issues. Quote, If a passenger vehicle of any year can safely use E27 in Brazil, and they can, then they sure as shooting can use E15 and higher in North America, regardless of what the EPA says. Truly excellent work, Mark. Thank you. Oh, and I should have probably added this much earlier, maybe in the legal parts. I'm not a mechanic, or a scientist, or a doctor, or even an actor playing any of these people. I'm just a dude playing a dude who reads and shares stuff about saving you money while hopefully helping the environment a bit. I act on what I believe in. You act on what you believe in. I'm not going to be responsible for any damages, period. But honestly, I'm not expecting any damages either. That's why I use these higher ethanol fuel blends myself, and now my wife does too. I'm proud of you, Jen. All that being said, if these higher ethanol fuel blends aren't in your area, and you want them, consider inquiring via public Facebook posts on gasoline company sites. This works really well for companies who do care, at least about your business, and they will respond to you. 
Other gas companies that really don't give a crap about you or your business will just ignore you as always. That's all I really have on the topic, except for these fun asides. Nine, no logical philosopher or nothing, but if 15% ethanol is the official fuel of NASCAR, and Sunoco is the official fuel of NASCAR, how comes 15% ethanol is the official fuel of Sunoco? Who knows? Maybe it is. Maybe in all the Sunoco stations I've driven by, they're all humble and they just don't advertise it on their signs. Mayhaps. And speaking of ridiculous levels of octane earlier, as I was researching and preparing all this, I noticed a billboard advertising Sunoco's Ultra 94. Wow, even more octane. Yeah, woohoo, octane. I was so excited and so curious if Sunoco is using ethanol to achieve these higher octane levels, like they do in part for the NASCAR race fuel. If so, I was going to give them lots of credit, extra credit, a gold star even. Turns out, seems like they're just adding the nominal 10% ethanol and really doing it with more chemical additives. Come on, Sunoco. I know y'all can do better than that. But wait. Maybe you are doing better, and I'm just not aware of it yet. New, and only from Sunoco, Ultra 94 is now here, again. But now, with the octane dialed up, way up using the same advanced formula that the professional NASCAR drivers use. 15% ethanol. Sunoco. Race your engine clean. Ah, for those of you gas car drivers out there who have friends who lease electric cars, who love Al Gore, and who really believe with all their hearts that they're saving the planet with Al Gore, I have some fun, not really, news for you. According to research reported on by the good old UK, and I really wish I did a British accent here. You know what? I'm just going to go for it. An electric car needs to be driven nearly 50,000 miles before it matches the carbon footprint of a petrol car because of the amount of energy used in its production, mainly the battery pack. Nay, both for my horrible accent and that information. Now, be nice with that information. Don't break your electric car driving friends' hearts with that one, especially since they pay so much more for their battery-powered toys. Just really encourage them to keep their cars for more than 50,000 miles, then you can both get credit for trying to save the planet. As for all the Al Gore references there, if you're really curious, watch Planet of the Humans and learn how some so-called 
environmentalists could allegedly just be posturing for them dollar dollar bills. And Al, friend, I want to talk to you personally here. You really are a very likable fellow. I'm sure you could easily make some late life adjustments and have a resurgence as a fan fave. But it's got to be with projects that don't then turn out to be the opposite of environmental. Just shooting from the hip here? But maybe find the most sustainable crop rotation cycle and processes for producing ethanol. Or bring biodynamic farming to agriculture in a broad sweeping and impactful way. Or even fund research to reverse engineer UFO technology and get credit for discovering zero-point energy and creating the internet. Whatever it is, I know you can do it, Al. And I'm rooting for you, man. Alright, I'll admit, this isn't my first time bucking the oil industry. That every 3,000 mile oil change BS? Yeah, never believed that one. To prove it didn't matter and was a total marketing scam, about 20 years ago, I Morgan Spurlocked a brand new Honda Civic and supersized its oil change frequency to every 7,500 miles. Consumer Reports soon backed up that that was a legit move. Toasty! That Honda was faithfully with me for about 17 years and almost 300,000 miles before someone bought it off me on Craigslist to turn it into a street racer. Great car. And the only big issue I ever had with it? Old school, non-detergent gasoline gunked up some of the engine parts. No joke. Here's a fun one. Guess what nonfiction person said this? The fuel of the future is going to come from fruit like the sumac out by the road or from apples, weeds, sawdust, almost anything. Obviously a real visionary when it came to automobiles anyway, who saw people diversifying the natural products from which they distilled and produced their own fuel to run their cars. And that fuel was ethanol. Who's the man who said this quote? Cheers to you if you guessed Henry Ford. Partial credit if you said Tesla or Pepsi. Now, just for curiosity's sake, what percentage of your friends still believe that the so-called fossil fuels are actually byproducts of the dead dinosaurs? Raise your hands. And do any scientists quietly wonder why they and their colleagues, in their search for truths and reporting on such truths and wanting to be believed and taken seriously, still hang on to new seemingly ridiculous terms like fossil fuels. Attention scientists, be the life of your next science party. Have a few ethanol drinks with your colleagues and brainstorm new, fun, factual terms to call the fuels formerly known as fossil. 
Just one tip here, don't make it to a symbol that nobody can pronounce. As an icebreaker, and to encourage others to fly their creative freak flags, try tossing out some other nonsense hydrocarbon energy terms to help warm the group up, like hulking hydrocarbons, or HC to the Izzos. Hi, my name is Kurt, and this is a true story. Confession. I once accidentally put a tank full of regular, unleaded gasoline into a rental truck that was a diesel. Looking back, I have a sneaking suspicion that my inner child was subconsciously living out a question it had for a long time. What would happen if I put gasoline in a diesel? And my inner child, no doubt, snuck in the experiment, real subliminal-like, while I was exhausted from driving a hot moving truck across four states. I got about a quarter mile from the gas station before a big puff of black smoke blew out the tailpipe and the engine just died. (laughs) Whoopsies. Question answered. It's good though, because now my inner child has only one car question left. What really happens when you're doing about 70 miles an hour and you throw your car in reverse? To be continued on that one. Why, yes, I actually will be taking that extra car rental insurance this time. Thanks for asking. Covers everything you say? Great. Come on now, I'm not really going to do that. If Rocky can change, and the Russians can change, and Nate Quarry can change, and Al Gore can change, then everybody can change. Finally, for those of you looking for a cheap buzz, at $2.49 a gallon, ethanol flex fuel may seem like a huge alcohol bargain, even over those lower shelf obscure liquors in them, I'm sure they're still not poison plastic bottles, but please, don't drink the ethanol gasoline. I repeat, do not. And that's not a dare either. Seriously. Yes, while actual store-bought drinking ethanol is fun for science parties, brunches, and interviews by the pool, in gasoline form, It'll probably kill you real dead-like. End you quick. Like this show is ending now. Hey, please like, subscribe, share, blah, blah, blah. Peace.